0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Real-Time Online Podcast. This is episode 20. So we're going to be talking about some exciting musical stuff today. We're going to be talking about our Dream Festival lineups and all the stuff that comes along with that. But before we do that, we're going to have a wee chat about some of the stuff that's been happening in the news. So things are opening up again. Sports centres, libraries, no community centres, unfortunately. Real-Time can't go home yet. But there's loads of different stuff opening up, how do we feel about it?
1: Back to normal normality. That's what cool. I'm
0: saying. Right. So getting back to normal, you so you see it as a good thing then, Caitlin?
1: Well, it generally does have positive connotations, so I
0: Good. Glad to hear it. Okay, so a bit of positivity there for Caitlin, that's good. Tia, what, what are you thinking?
1: Certain things are faintly built and other things just really shouldn't be. I get that as well, but Cause right.
0: if they want to open schools back School to normal, normal, open. then mm-hmm. they should shut other things that aren't essential. Right. So Tia, but what what's what's non-essential to you? What should still be
1: shut? Swimming pools and gyms and that. Like aye. I don't
0: get it. Cool. So I think I can ask you your opinion, but I think there's there's some people who would say being able to exercise and being able to look after your bodies are like kind of mental health thing as well. Look at it. It's uh, there's a well being comes into it. There's a lot of positivity around about that. So maybe that's I mean let's let's face it, they're looking for money and looking to keep the economy afloat, which is important. Let's be realistic about it. But I think that's dead interesting that you guys say that. Harley, is it you would keep shut just now to keep people safe?
2: Uh yeah. So they're doing social distance nightclubs. I don't know if you've seen this,
0: but it's absolutely hilarious. And I think no. they should just shut it. Right. So where where are they doing this?
2: I think there might be one in Edinburgh, and um, Liverpool maybe.
0: Okay. Social so they distanced.
2: They all night night. and like they all just like mosh out and they have like the raves and all that but it's like, social distanced. Right.
1: They are totally not social distanced. As much I mean, as they say they are totally right. not. That That not be right. So
0: it's like in inverted I commas?
1: Aye, mm-hmm. it's got to be. It
0: Fair was enough. on like STV News or something last night, it was absolutely hilarious. Okay, so that's maybe something we could potentially do without any socially distanced waves. I think that's uh, something maybe worth waiting until you can do it right. Is there anything you think should be open that they've not opened yet? Tia, what do you hang? Is there anything that you're like, oh, I wish that was open? Not that I can
1: think you
0: off the top of my head, honestly. Fair enough. No, I think it's fair dues. Harley, anything you would love to see open that the government's not bothered with yet?
2: Trampoline parks. What? Trampoline parks. I need to go to a trampoline park. I've not been way too long. <laughs> I mean, like, those places are hyperactivity breeding
0: grounds. Aye. I suppose. I, I Right. So,
2: yeah. But, like, they've been shut for far too long. And, cool. And, like, so, like, when gyms open,
0: could they maybe, like, extend that a
2: bit? Maybe make it skate parks and trampoline parks?
0: that Can cool. you imagine trying to deep clean a trampoline park? Uh, That'd be hilarious. Like every hour, like the size of it, get them. sturgeon, get
2: sturgeon <laughs> to be deep cleaning them all. Get nickel, right, I'm sorry,
0: right, but I see, right? See sturgeon, I want to see her try and deep clean something. I think she's probably mere today. Like, it's, I don't think that she's not, it's not that she's never cleaned anything before, but I think <laughs> she's just a, a wee bit mayor. Focus. <laughs> no, I want to see. I want to see. Like,
2: she always bangs on about how it's so easy to deep clean all that stuff.
0: I want to see her going a trampoline park and deep clean up. Okay. I think you'll find that the reason trampoline parks aren't open yet is because they're <laughs> notoriously the difficult to clean, and that's probably why she said no. But, uh, aye, we'll carry it on. Because they're good and they're fun. Caitlin, and... Harley has suggested that we open up the trampoline parks again. And fair play to for that suggestion. Ed, and you would love to see. Opening up?
1: Obviously, I'd love to see concerts opening up.
0: Right. How, how important do you think it would be, you guys, to open up live music venues again?
1: I would like to see them open up again, but I know it probably can't happen now because there's no point in trying to it socially distanced when the best part of like, concerts is like, motion and everything. As much right. as I love them, I think it's not time yet. Okay.
2: I'm kind of you, but, like, but I think that... If they keep delaying the music industry as much as they are, it's going to end up getting a lot worse, and there's going to be a lot of people. that are going to really struggle to get back up.
0: Yeah, I think there's been a lot of press coverage about, particularly about music, like small venues, small music venues, yeah, ending that's up. So I mean, trouble and like, because obviously we don't funny. want all like,
2: the corporate venues and stuff.
0: Aye. like, because like as much as you know, there's
2: some venues that are fantastic that are rather corporate or like sponsored by big, massive, like, um. Brands and stuff. There are going to be the couple venues that people really love, for example, like King Tut's or, aye, sort of these smaller places that people are generally excited by. Yeah. That might not even be able to reopen again, which is actually really scary to think about
0: and really sad. It's a bit worrying. We're losing, we're losing a bit of our musical history potentially, but aye, people are losing jobs too, and, and jobs in the creative industries aren't easy to come by in the best of things. So it's... I uh, it's scary. I, I totally agree with you. Harley. It's scary times. Cool stuff. All right, so we'll, we'll kind of leave that there, guys. That's, I think, for the we've, we've good chat about the kind of things that are open and the things we'd love to see opening up soon. As soon as there's a trampoline park open, Harley, we'll let you know.
2: As soon as there's a trampoline park open, I will be spending at least four days there. Fair enough. Like, um, if there's any real-time podcasts and I'm not in them, that's where you know I okay. am.
0: Fair enough. Okay, so... We're going to move on to one main segment here, guys, which is about festivals and our dream festival lineups. But before we get to the actual lineup, what makes us want to go to festivals, say over single gigs and that kind of stuff? What makes festivals more appealing?
2: I think it's just the scale of it rather than the sort of individual gig. Because you pay a lot more to go to one gig for one person, but with a festival, you're sort of like, you get all these massive people, and you're like, whoa, this is awesome. So
0: there's a kind of value it's for sure money. It's set times
2: and it's Aye. less of a show in some cases, but it's more of a experience
0: of a festival rather than just going to a gig. Well said. Um, Tia, would you agree there? Are there other reasons you think festivals are better?
1: Um, probably other reasons. Um, the way I look at it is you're paying for one ticket, whether it be one day or like the full length of it. And... You can kind of see what bands you might like, and you could be exposed to new music. So you can find stuff through that,
0: right? So it's chances to discover new stuff because that might be similar to the stuff you're already listening to or that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, cool stuff. Is there anything about festivals that are a bit of a drag or a bit of a, that would put you off going? The
1: cost of some of them.
0: Right. Probably. So-
2: if there's like a headliner that seems really not really deserving of being the headline, I think that could really put me off. Right, so have you got an example of somebody that you... Oh, currently, yes. And I'm going to get hated for this. and I know I'm going to get hated for this. <laughs> 2019, no, 2020 Download Festival had one of the best set, list, set lists or headline days ever, right? Uh-huh. I had Kiss on the Friday Night, the last ever UK show. Right. It had Iron Maiden on the Saturday
0: night
2: mm-hmm. and it had System of a Down on the Sunday night. Right. Iron Maiden pulled out! Oh, I didn't know that. For 2021. So it's right. the exact same set list or exact same acts but right. the only change is Iron Maiden not playing. Right. So replace have replaced Iron Maiden and you've replaced them with someone that I'm not exactly going to go ahead and say that are the best or up at Iron Maiden level Sort of replacing it with Biffy Choir. Oh, I didn't expect that. <laughs> so
0: like,
2: so, it's, so. It's not really. It's not really a band. that seems like it belongs at download in the first place. That's
0: an interesting one.
2: And then it's not a band that's even slightly up to Maiden's level. Right. So what what makes Biffy so like, not a download band? So. But, like, if you think about it, the, the other bands that are playing on the stage that day, you've got Deftones and you've got The Offspring and you've got like all these classic metal bands and you've got Biffy Clyro kind of at the end of it. Yeah. No, it doesn't really seem like it belongs.
0: Aye, because they're a wee bit more, Biffy are a wee, wee be- bit more kind of middle of the road mainstream rock, aren't they? They're no, they're not the heaviest band out there, although the early stuff was, I would say. Um, they're pretty
2: big. And I'm not denying that, but they don't seem like the kind of band that are up to
0: Iron Maiden level. In any ah, no, I would agree with you there. What do you think, Tia, would you who would you have replaced Iron Maiden with if you could?
1: Literally Ruth McConk was bad. Right. <laughs> so, <a> bit buffy? <laughs> no right. Anyone who's not pop, not Biffy, and like that, no indie bands, I'd go for rock or metal, literally anyone apart from Buffy Right. Okay. So I uh,
0: don't well,
1: uh, think
2: it's the festival organizers' fault. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: Okay,
0: yeah, I don't think it's us, but whoever. Because Becky has, has on. just
2: released a new record, mm-hmm. and they're also playing a summer sessions ah, uh right. next year at the same time. Okay. Uh with Youngblood and Frank Carter and the Racklesnakes uh, supporting, so it's round about the same time. So it's the Saturday night that they're playing Download, and then I think it's Monday maybe that they're playing the Summer Session. Right. In Bella Houston Park, so. Cool. I don't so think that, it's well, I, think, I don't think it's the management's fault.
0: Must have made the decision for a reason. Who knows, man? Like it's uh, it's difficult sometimes to get acts, especially when there's so much uncertainty as there has been this year, but
2: Yeah. We um, did I... just bring out a new album as well, so
0: well, no, I see your point, guys. I see your point. Okay, so <laughs> no, I think cool. So we've covered a wee bit about what makes us go to festival, guys, and we've talked to you a wee bit about the variety and that kind of thing, and the fact that you're not just paying to see one act. And we've talked to you about a particular festival. They are downloaded. What if there was a festival in the world that you could get free tickets and you just go, no questions asked? Where would you pick to go? Okay, I pick a different year? Pick whatever the year you want. Would start so, ninety nine. You would go to that, uh huh. Okay, why? When biscuit. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I'm I'm trying to stay impartial here.
2: I don't like when biscuit as a band, but you have to admit that a show would just be mental.
0: I, I imagine. Well, I hear it was. I, I have to say, I've never watched a lot of the footage for Woodstock '99, but no, fair free.
2: Woodstock '99 is what Firefest aspired to be.
0: Yes, I, I would totally agree with you. Firefest was trying really hard to be Woodstock 99. Um, fair enough. Do Woodstock you know,
2: went from such a fantastic festival to dookie.
0: Aye. So, what? In, what? Um, very short space of time. Anything apart from Lunt Biscuit that attracted you that you wish you could beam back in time and go to? Uh, Green Day. We're also at that. They, did they not headline it? Or was it Lint Biscuit that headlined? I think it was
2: Green Day that headlined. Hmm, and it's now one of the most famous shows that they've ever done. Aye. And they released the album on vinyl for World Record Day 2018.
0: Oh, no way, did they? Uh huh. And it's okay.
2: one of the best uh, live records I think I've ever listened to. Um, okay. And they played the entirety of Dookie. Ah. Which is probably my favourite Green Day album, maybe ever.
0: Okay. okay.
2: Well, bold statement, American identity.
0: Tia, what would Tia, well, Tia, let's bring you in on this part. What do you know about Woodstock 99 and would you go there?
1: I've seen something. I don't know if I would go, honestly, but I don't know much. But maybe if I knew more, I would have a better uh-huh. opinion on
0: it. I have to say, I, I did a bit of Googling just in the background here while Harley was talking, and you know how you get those predictive kind of searches on Google? I put in Woodstock ninety nine and the next word that came up was deaths. So maybe it's best that you weren't there, Tia. <laughs> yeah. Let me say that. Um, Tia, where would you go if you had let's let's say you've got the TARDIS, since Harley brought oh, the yes. time factor in it. You've got a TARDIS, you can go to any festival in history, where are you going? See, I've
1: got like three and I don't know how to decide
0: between them. Can I just tell you all three? Well, tell, tell us
1: all three and will help you. <laughs> so warped is obviously one that's in america it's what warped would you go to oh i don't know
0: if i could that's... pick
2: a warped i would go to 2015. yeah it's okay.
1: pretty good deal.
2: Okay. because they had fallen in reverse plane that year
1: That's a good right. right after that's
2: they did the drug in
0: me as you good time. and it's amazing good, good festival knowledge hallie <laughs> that's amazing um Right, so what num- is, is your first kind of tentative choice there, Tia? What's your next one?
1: Hammerfest.
0: Oh, aye. Where's that hill?
1: That is in Wales, I believe.
0: Ah.
1: I would like to go to download just to say I've been, honestly.
0: Right. Is there MD you would hope would be headlining at Download if you manage to get there? Except Biffy. I know um, them, obviously.
1: I don't know if it'll ever happen. Hopefully one day it happens. Um, I would like if... Pally Royale or Badge Flower got to headlining one day.
0: If there's a band I've heard a lot about this summer, it's Pally Royale. I still don't know much about their music, but definitely sounds like they could get enough of a following to be doing pretty well on the downloads. One of the best bands out there at the minute currently.
1: Thank you, they're amazing. And
2: they they just have such a unique musical sound. Right, but and it's single-handedly sort of bringing back this. Mike, Kim, Crowe, Man's kind of Grunty, sound is really cool.
0: All right, I'll need to check them out, guys. I still you know, do really indeed. I still do. Not managed yeah. to listen to them. Mate. I think I had. A, if if it was me, I would go to Live Aid. I'd go back to '85 oh. and, and go to Live Aid and watch Queen and You too. By the way, like a lot, there was a lot of bands yeah. that did really well that day, and, that and get, Queen kind of overshadowed them, but Bowie did really well. Um, you too. U, U2 singing Sunday Bloody Sunday was amazing It was a, and bad the, the version of bad that U2 did that day was really good, not the Michael Jackson song the U2 song um, <laughs> just in case anybody um, thought Bono had started Moonwalking in 1985 but, um, but no I, I'd go back to Live Aid I think I think that would be my, just to see Freddie live but also again great acts that day but, but here's the thing, if you could go back to that time
2: would you also get overshadowed by Freddie Mercury and
0: Queen? <laughs> Probably. Well, I don't think I'd be playing it. I think I'd just want to watch it. I, don't but think I mean, if you were really watching hates.
2: it, would you think that Freddie Mercury and Queen were the best band there? Probably. And would that overshadow the rest of the bands there? I don't know. Because all the other people say that that's exactly what happened.
0: I think... I think... You know how you, some, you hear some people say that a certain band or a certain artist whatever were the best of a bad lot at a festival? I think Queen were the best of an amazing lot. So even if, heaven forbid, Queen hadn't played that day, it would have still been a great day. I think Queen were just like the icing on the cake of that day. Whoa, so I still think it would be brilliant. I think it would still be amazing. Without Queen, but with Queen, it's always it going to be better. Be the amount of money you did? Maybe not. Maybe not. But it's hard to say, And hindsight and all that. Anyway, let's move on to our next we thing that we're going to talk about, which is if you were curating your own festival, so it's your your hang, you get to pick where it is, you get to pick what it's called, and you get to pick your three headline acts. Who would you who would you have and why? And what would you call it and where would it be?
2: <laughs> I would have it in a castle.
0: Right. Any particular one?
2: Uh, Hogwarts. Hogwarts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting like Cardiff Castle or Edinburgh Castle. I wasn't expecting Hogwarts. That's amazing. (laughs) Okay, so who's headlining then? I feel
2: like just because it's Hogwarts, you'd have to have someone kind of magical and like one of those like magical vibes. So go with Prince. Right, that's an excellent shoot. Okay, I go with Prince for a Friday night just because it's that kind of magical vibe. Okay. And then on the Saturday night, just for the energy and, you know, if it had been like a Quidditch match that kind of day, then you'd want to see, like, something with a lot of energy that night. So to would have Youngblood on the Saturday night. Okay. Purely because Youngblood's stage energy and Youngblood's um, love for what he does is amazing. Cool. Uh, and I just love his personality and I think he's brilliant uh and then the sunday night just because you know there's always been a team that's kind of lost the quidditch game and all that stuff right. we'd get someone that's a bit angrier we'd get someone that goes, gets the crowd going a bit more so we'd get Slipknot, right? <laughs> but not slept from now Slipknot uh-huh. from sort of just past iowa 2002 kind of days okay
0: because i feel like that's up. when
2: they're at the most mental right
0: Okay, that's amazing. Um, I particularly love the thought of Prince playing and there being and Dumbledore, sorting it out so there's actual purple rain. I think that'd be amazing. Um, <gasps> oh my god, I, yes, because totally he made fireworks, didn't he? Like his Dumbledore, mate. He can do what he likes. So, yeah, I, I, I totally, but I wouldn't leave
2: Dumbledore doing that. That would be Minever because she's transfiguration.
0: Ah, uh, you're, you're right, you're totally right. Put my tournament cool, Harley. Thanks for that, mate. That sounds utterly dynamic, Tia. The floor is yours. Where, when? Oh, wait, no. Uh, what What are you calling it as well? We'll come back to you, Harley, because you are going to get a name out of you. Um... Oh, let's
2: call it Harley. What
0: or something. Okay. Oh, well, Harley Wars. <laughs> <works>. Harley <laughs> has Wars. Okay. I'll, I'll let you I'll let you workshop that a wee bit with yourself for five minutes. Um, Tia, what what are we what are we talking about?
1: Right, three acts. Yeah. Yep. First day, Palais Royale, obviously. Second day, I think I'm my chem. Why not? That's why and not. Then, and I'm really day, sad that I have... didn't
2: manage to have time to see my chem. I thought you were going eh? anyway. I was going to, and then I was like ah, sad.
1: And then in the third day, I think I'd have Ramstein.
0: <sighs> now you're talking. <laughs> that, that's a seriously good choice because they are like they are renowned for how good, yeah. They are live, and you want you want you want somebody really strong to close that show. Mm. Uh uh-huh.
1: i especially them with, with how
0: amazing Rams
1: actually are. Yeah, I think I've liked them since I was young because I get shown them when I was like five, and I mean I'm literally wearing a T-shirt right now.
0: So. I can see that. <laughs> um,
2: nice.
0: Okay, so I like I like yours because I like how it it goes gradually, like a fairly new band to like brilliant band for the last kind of fifteen years to like greatest one of the greatest live metal rock acts of all yeah. time. Like that's there's a nice build there towards the final the kind of final show. What what would you call it?
1: Probably something like Altfest or mm. Skullfest, something along <laughs> that line. I don't know. But, Why not? Batfest. <laughs> yeah.
0: Batfest two K nineteen. That's uh, two K twenty even. God, what year is it? Um I like that. I like that. Skullfest. Skullfest's good. Does exactly what it says on the tin. Um, I like the sound of that. I think if it was me, I'd be doing it in Wales. I'd I'd have a Welsh music festival. And it would, like, the Friday night would be Catatonia, the Saturday night would be Stereophonics, and the Sunday night would be Manuscript Preachers. I knew you were going
2: to say them. I knew
0: it. That would would do me. Um, we call it Cymru Fest because that's Welsh for Wales. And uh, I'll go with that. And uh, that'd be great.
2: I just go with Hogwarts uh motto, uh which is Draco Dormian's Nunquam
0: something. Uh, oh, Draco Dormian's Nunquam Titalandis, I think. Titalandus,
2: exactly. The which... sleeping dragon must not be tickled. Oh, ah,
0: okay. That's what
2: that uh, turned into. There
0: you go. No Chances I think the sleeping dragon make, must not be tickled. There you are. We can call it Dragonfest or something, or Draco Fest. Or don't call it Draco yeah, but Fest, know what like.
2: But if you go with uh Dragonfest, then, so- then it sounds like you gonna have Dragonforce playing it. So why not? Dragon These Force are only the
0: powerful. headliners you've picked, by the way. There's other bands. I still love the idea of Prince playing in Purple Rain. Right? That's really- <laughs> um, That'd be amazing. Okay, okay. So we've we've given our um, we've given our answers. We have let the people know if we were it's to- not playing. Um, there's blood dropping down everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the opportunities are endless at Hogwarts <laughs> um, Youngblood
2: playing strawberry lipstick with everyone wearing strawberry lipstick
0: See you, listen, Harley you've got a future on this pal you, you could Exactly, going.
2: I should be a festival planner
0: Someone that's... get me a letter to Hogwarts I'll be a
2: festival planner
0: If the people that they transmit are listening get us get us signed up Miss Joanne Rowling, I don't like
2: you but come on, just give me a letter to Hogwarts that's all
0: Fire Whiskey Festival. Oh, the Fire Whiskey Festival. There you go. <sighs> Fire that. Whiskey Festival. Thank you, thanks, wife. really appreciate it. Sorry, we've got a massive Harry Potter fan listening in the background to your team, so it's uh, Aye. Uh, <laughs> beautiful. As long as it does it turn into Fire Fest, we're all right. What? Fire oh, Whiskey okay. Festival. That's cool. Okay, guys. Well, thanks very much for your input. As always, we have covered some. Very interesting musical content today. This is episode 20. We're hopefully going to keep the podcast going in the weeks, months, and, dare I say, years to come. This podcast has come out of unusual circumstances, uh, a lockdown, but it's something we're hopefully going to keep going for a long time to come yet. What that looks like, we don't know. We have floated the idea of doing a Halloween special and a Christmas special and other various events throughout the year so we'll keep you posted about all that stuff in the meantime keep checking us out at realtimemusic.net click on realtime online podcast to find all the episodes we've recorded this summer you can also check out what we're doing via our various social media so we have the real-time instagram if you search for real-time music you'll find us we have the real-time facebook and the real-time twitter and um, so if you look for real-time music you will see all the latest stuff that's happening in the meantime good to see you guys thanks for listening and uh, we'll catch you in the next one catch you